What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out to Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up. That's your Tuesday on B&E. It starts up Masters Week. Good chatter already there. Remember, you're getting ready to get over to hornfm.com as we wrap up our March Madness All-Stat Bracket Challenge. It's time for your first golf major fantasy picks. Pick your nine golfers from the uh, different groups from top to bottom, and uh, you could be a winner come Monday coming out of Easter Sunday. So we'll go make those picks as it gets live. Uh, great prizes and fun. The uh, Masters Golf Challenge coming your way. Uh, be ready for it. Uh, also got uh, March Madness and the uh, dominance of the Yukon Huskies. And this kid, uh, Adama Sanogo on a Mali buck. Pretty incredible. I saw a stat during the game that going into the last night's game, he was joined the likes of Akeem Olajuwon and uh, Christian Leitner. Uh, I think there were two others that had entered the championship game, scoring over 20 points per game in the tournament and shooting over 65% from the floor. I mean, it was rarefied air. Uh, yeah, he's a big man with agility. I mean, oh, he's got. Man. I don't. I don't. I'd like to say I don't recall much of his jump shot. He's got one of those jump back, jump hook kind of deals. Well, he's just a dominant force in college basketball. But he's aggressive when he goes to the hoop, and he's aggressive blocking shots too. So it's a Kemalaj one, Christian Leitner, and Corliss Williamson. Corliss Williamson, how about that? The dude? big nasty. Yes. He was. Uh, he's right. He joins those three players who do have, but he didn't get. Well, I don't know if it brought his average down, but going into the game, he was averaging 20 points a game in the tournament and uh, on at least 65% field goal percentage from the floor, which, you know, that's a high percentage, making almost 7 out of 10 shots. Uh, pretty impressive. So he was the tournament's most outstanding player. We'll get to that coming up in our headlines. Also talking some Masters golf. and This will uh, be the remake of the movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze tonight's <laughs> dinner. That'd be great. The fight scene, yes, for sure. With Dalton? Oh, I love this. Yes. Dalton. Love that. Jordan uh, Speed's kind of quiet, but he'll throw down if it gets nasty. No, there won't be a fight. It's just going to be... Come on, man! We've all been in a room, a really awkward situation, where you're in a room with people you don't really like. It's just be an adult. You eat your dinner. And you honor Scotty Scheffler. That's the end of the day. You how honor about the chance. food fight? Animal, how about food fight? You know, the, having had the, the unbelievable good fortune and pleasure to play a round of golf with gentle Ben Crenshaw. Ben Crenshaw will be the calming influence in the room. That's right. He will be in he the room. He will just calm everybody down. Y'all, right. guys, You can't guys, mess with guys. the old dudes, right? You can't be oh, throwing Jack down. Nicholas will be in there. Oh, Jack will throw down. Come on now. He's 80-something years the old The old now. golden bear, you don't think he'd be ready? They will calm every. There won't be any. There's not be an issue. But, you know, at the same time, you know, Jack Nicholas is a legend of the game. Tiger Woods is a legend of the game. He's... I'm going after Tiger's leg. He needs to understand. I'm Phil sweeping Mickelson the leg. Phil Mickelson is the legend of the game, right? I mean, it's like that road runner. I'm sneaking that nine iron in there, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep that leg. You know, let's at least take it to the parking lot. Don't be tearing up the Butler cabin. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Take it out to the parking lot. That's because take that's it what, to the flowers right there when you come down. Because in Roadhouse, that's what Dalton would do. Make sure to whatever first rule. Don't wreck the don't wreck the don't bar. wreck the place. Get it okay. to the parking lot. Get it outside. John Daly never won a Masters, so we could take it to his bus. 
John Daly would be there though. Hawking <laughs> yeah, he gear. You have no, he'll be <laughs> like outside. Hooters gear. Do you um rolled up in have his Have you ever bus. seen the entire movie Roadhouse? Yes. You have? Yes, I have. Ty? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Patrick Swayze classic. Absolutely. We were up in Denton this weekend and a Patrick what was the song in the eighties Patrick Swayze sang? It was a big hit. Is he a song? He, he, he actually was a, was a singer. He's a dancer. Well, that's what I was telling. Oh, I believe he's. A I was dancer. trying to explain to my Harry daughter. Dancer. I was like, no, 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 Patrick Swayze in the '80s was like this Harry Styles guy. I mean, he was the it dude. He could dance. He could sing. He could fight. He was Roadhouse. He had the big hair. He was in Dirty Dancing. He was in Outside West Side or, uh, The Outsiders. He was handsome. He sang, dude. Sang. Yes. Wow. She's like the wind. I think the song was. It was a duet with somebody. Uh, she's like the wind. Yeah, he could. He's from Houston. Swayze's a Houston guy. Like his mom owned like a ran a dance school, dance academy. So he grew up dancing and singing and he was he was kind of Justin Timberlake. Church or, choir guy. The whole works, yeah. 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 Yeah, but he, he She's was, like the wind featuring Whitney Frazier. There you go. That was a big hit in the eighties. Especially for the ladies. Ty, we're gonna have to hear some of that this morning. <laughs> She's I, like the wind. I got it. It sounds pretty eighties. Oh, big time. Eighties love like, ballad. I'm going to have to say, I've heard that before. That's Patrick. That's Patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze. Pat Swayze. Yeah, she's like the wind. Now, Ty, I would say this. If Patrick Swayze's jeans were at, at Goodwill, <laughs> you, buy you could buy those. And you can. You don't want to get probably the ass well, out of that. I think only you would fit into Patrick Swayze's <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Man. He, what was he, like a buck 30? Well, he, you know, he died way too early, too. Because yeah, he, he, cancer, he had a great career arc going. I mean, he was the, the you know, he was in the outsiders. Ghost. Well, yeah, the ghost was in. He got older, but he was Dirty Dancing. I mean, he was a, he was a star, star man. I have seen Dirty Dancing, the whole thing too. Remember the Saturday Night Live skits he did with oh, uh, yes, the Chippendales dancer with uh, what's his name, Chris Farley. Oh, legendary God. stuff. And yeah, then he what was it, brain cancer or something? That was I terrible. Think so, I believe. Yeah, hated that for him. Hey, let's get to the headlines, trending topics to launch your Tuesday. UBO Business Services brings it to you. UConn Huskies are the champions of men's college hoops. That's after head coach Dan Hurley's Huskies overwhelmed the San Diego State Aztecs last night in the championship game, really as they've done all tournaments. 76-59, they secure the program's fifth national championship. All have come since 1999, most for any D1 program in that span. And the program now perfect 5-for-5 in championship games. After it, Dan Hurley with Jim Nance, uh, he wanted to get one of his own. What was your message to the team since... The horn sounded. You've visited with every single one of them. What are the words you've expressed? Well, you know what? We're UConn. We have we have the four national championships coming in, right? We've been striving for number five. Now we got our own. Now we got our own. We got our own. Let's go. We have fourth largest average win margin in their six NCAA tournaments games ever since 1995, 1985 when they expanded to 64 teams, 20 points per game they won by on average. UConn junior forward Adama Sanogo earned most outstanding player honor, 17 points, 10 boards last night. One other note, last night's game was the last for CBS Sports announcer Jim Nance. Called his 32nd and last Final Four championship game weekend. And he did it in his hometown, and he'll continue with his NFL and golf responsibilities, including the Masters this week. Last night's TV ratings will be known and revealed at some point this morning, but not likely to be huge and certainly not as historic as the women's championship game on Saturday. Those overnights came in yesterday. LSU's victory over Iowa with the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game of all time. 
9.9 million viewers tuned in on Sunday afternoon on ABC and ESPN, according to Nielsen. Total audience jump of 103%. Baseball last night, Crosstown in Houston, Minute Maid Park. Astros lose in the 11th. Detroit beats them 7-6. to Houston now 2-3. and That's the first win for the Tigers on the year. Astro, uh, Rangers suffer their first loss. 2-0 loss to the Baltimore Orioles. Round Rock had the night off. They opened their first road trip of the season tonight in Sugarland, And the 21st-ranked Texas baseball team back at Dishwalk Field this afternoon. After that 2-2 two two week on the road, they're going to host Air Force at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Ace Whitehead will get the start uh, on a Tuesday. You can hear the game on 101.9 and AM 1260. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Pancreatic cancer was the ailment, and that's that's the worst, right? Because it, once they found it, the pancreas is so deep in your body that it's too late when they get to the oh to the pancreas, and that's where it's at. Uh, Red Dawn, he was also in Red Dawn. That's the thing, right? He was kind of an action guy, yeah, who could dance and fight, and then he could sing, <laughs> could dance and fight. Then yeah. he was in Ghost. It's like, dude, this guy is everything. Got the great lettuce, had the great hair going. He wasn't around for West Side Story, right? He was in it. No, no, I mean outsiders. The outsiders. No, he the was outsider. not around for way. Okay. No, he was too old. Remember the outsiders with the ba- the great book, and yep. then he, he was, was he a greaser or a soch? I don't think so. Soch. I got to think about it because Ralph Macchio was in that. That was an all star cast back in the early eighties. Uh, okay, so uh, I think she's the, like the wind. Yes, I have heard that. You're gonna put that on your your, it is. your it's, iPad, it's in. your playlist it's in. now because you'll be in. singing it. It's a good one. You get, you get, you know, just like any '80s love ballad. It starts real slow with the piano, and then it just gets it. There's some some. It goes with the. Uh, I heard you listen to "Tears in Heaven," Aaron Cla- Eric Clapton this oh, morning. It's gotcha. Oh gosh, that's it. I can't. Not, every time I Dick hear that something. song, I tear up. It's about his son, right? Yes. He fell out of a window at a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Four years old. Well, if you want to really gut wrench yourself, watch the Eric Clapton documentary called uh, "Life in Twelve Bars." Holy yeah, he cow. had some ups and downs that in his dude, life. Gosh, <laughs> that guy. Um, that, I mean, when you, unbelievable. When you, when you went through that documentary, did Eric Clapton, did he ever have, was, did he have alcohol problems or drug problems? He Big went time. Through, he did? Huge. Okay. That's Huge alcoholic. Huge alcoholic, I mean, he, right? he's, he wrote a song called Cocaine. No, he was a raging alcoholic at a high okay. level. High um, level alcoholic. Yeah. Well, and a lot, it was, you know, he, he, the story will tell about his mother, that, that'll gut you too, just to know how terrible a person his real mother was, um, and just his upbringing, and then. You know, found music and the blues. I and mean, there's a reason a kid from the UK all of a sudden falls in love with the su- Southern blues and uh, learns to play the guitar. And then, you know, he spiraled out of control after the, what was it, George Harrison's wife yeah. that he wanted, was in love with. And she was going to go with him. And then she abandoned it and went back to George Harrison. And yeah, he had a, he had a battle. But he's still, still, still doing his thing, Eric Clapton. Oh my goodness, can he play? And he's, he's opened a bunch of addiction centers to help others with uh, alcohol and drug problems. Uh, love Eric Clapton, but uh, yes, he did. He Point did. break. He was a greaser. Greaser, my bad. Greaser. I gotta go back and watch that. Nice. The Outsiders, or just Outsiders. Uh, older brother of Soda Pop and Pony Boy back in the day. Uh, hey, so I'm going to go ahead and give Ty the credit on this. We are now officially on the show of the people, and I think we should make it a national push that UConn replaces Indiana in the blue blood conversation of college basketball. Indiana out. UConn in. I know Indiana basketball will always live in lore. Indiana, like high school basketball, sure. and the love for the game in the state is kind of like Texas football. But now, you can only have five blue bloods, I think, and they're North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, UCLA, and now UConn. UConn's in. UCLA still? Yep. Yes. 
Yep. Just, you're never, just because by the way, they're never they're, won. Hey, by the way, they're never getting out. Well, you, you – But John wouldn't. Well, I mean, how many did they win? 11, right? Yeah, and then they won one with Ed O'Bannon in the 90s. I mean, who – and I think Mick Cronin's going to win one there at UCLA. I mean, they're moving to the Big Ten, which will be cool for them, uh, you know, big picture. But who would who would replace UCLA if you want to drop UCLA? You're not dropping UCLA. I mean, come on. No. Don't don't tell Bill Walton that. That'll be a problem. But uh, who would you replace them with? I would always think of them as the GOAT anyway when it comes to college basketball. Yeah. Sorry, North Carolina. But Indiana. Sorry, Dean. Indiana hasn't done squat since the 80s, right? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a minute smart. for them. Yeah. Keith Smart. And by the way, can we say uh, uh, prayers to our man, to, to Bob Knight, the general. Robert Montgomery Knight was released from a hospital, according to his son, and it's it doesn't sound good. He was he was taken to the hospital with an acute illness, they called it, and then uh, his son Pat Knight put out a note that said, "On behalf of the Knight family, we thank you for your thoughts and prayers. We ask for your privacy as he is cared for and resting at home and in good hands." Um, he says, uh, "It's not hospice care now, is it?" His coach always taught us and those who played for him the importance of fighting through adversity. He's, and he and our family, thank you for your tremendous amount of support you've shown during this time. We appreciate your continued thoughts and prayers. Um, so, uh, But he also said that he is now resting at home and in God's hands. Which, that sounds like hospice. Yeah, that's the, that was the part of the note that was like, whoa. Um, then maybe he went to the hospital, doesn't look good. Okay, send me home. No, I'm going home. Uh, would Duke be in there? Yes. Without Coach K now, though? Over UCLA? Okay, well, who are our five? I mean, Duke definitely has, you're in the last give it, 20 you're years, give it a half dozen, has it yes. over UCLA. Yeah, but, he, okay. Yeah, I forgot. We're doing, I if we're doing that for Indiana, if we're taking out Indiana for True. recent success, you kind of have to do the same You can thing. never take out UCLA. I understand well, why. Well, then at my point, then at mine, we're going to have to add a six. That'll six, it would have to be, be six. Because you got to have Duke, North Carolina, the Tobacco Road rivalry, sure. which is legendary, and then Kentucky has to be in there. What's John Calipari going to do? Don't they have like this unbelievable recruiting class that they're buying? Isn't that happening right now? I'm going to talk to my man Zay Collier on that. He'll have the four one one on that deal. I think I think they're buying the greatest recruiting. Like uh, like there are ten five star players and they have like five of them. Where's the the number one player in the nation is named Isaiah Collier? Do do we know where he's going? Have you all seen that? Kentucky? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but Kentucky, Kansas has to be in there, right? The Jayhawks and oh, uh, for sure, Fog Allen, uh, Jayhawks. Kentucky, UCLA, Duke, North Carolina. Six. And, and now we're putting UConn in. And we're dumping Indiana. We're going to dump IU. Well, you can, I mean, you could have dumped Indiana for Florida. Back-to-backers. That's their only run, though. Because the cool thing, okay, so, so UConn's win last night. They joined only North Carolina, who have won a championship in four consecutive decades. So that's important. That's, that's being good as a program over a 40-year period that you – you're, you're, you know, it's not just a quick little burst. You're actually good over the long haul. North Carolina, mm-hmm. the only other program that can claim a championship in four different decades. UConn won one in 99. They won one in the 2000s, the 2010s, and now in the 2020s. Uh, they and North Carolina the only two to ever do that uh, as of last night with Dan Hurley's team, and it was a dominant run. So, yeah, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, UConn, and UCLA. So we, we won't. You know who's on borderline of all this is Villanova, of course. Think so. As a blue blood in basketball, because um, yeah, Raleigh Massimino won one, Jay Wright won two. That's three. I don't know. We can kind of compare this to Masters. You know, your major championships. Once you get to a certain number, you become iconic. Four probably like, will do it. 
Yeah, four is probably the number. Yeah. Let's get to the uh, Coach's Corner. It's brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. Excuse me. That's abconsultations.com online. Sorry, it disappeared. Sorry, it, it, we don't after. have it. But that's right. Guess what? That 85-incher is still going to look good. And the Masters and Augusta is still going to look fantastic. Ooh, rain, though. Might I know. A lot of raindrops. Pop those azaleas just a little bit more. They're probably coming towards the end of look, the Look, I don't azaleas. mind the rain. I just hope they don't have a bunch of weather delays because that becomes challenging. And it just and the course becomes kind of sloppy, potentially. This does not work out for Tiger. Yeah, you don't like that, that heavy, him, ho- oh, him ho- no. hobbling, hobbling up and down? down there, that heavy leg. In the wet ground, and no. can he get his footing, and that kind of stuff becomes a problem. Get into a bunker, and it's all wet, mushy. That could be a problem for Tiger. Uh, you know, I said on the way to the timeout at the top of the hour that Jordan Spieth, it's really amazing, it's been eight years. It was 2016 that he then went on that incredible run, won the Masters, um, ding, you know, That's why won the British this Open. One because I said he's got to win more than anybody. I know he had the dreaded where he had the triple bogey tw- at seven at the 12th hole, an amen corner that cost him one. He finished runner-up that year. Uh, but you you like Jordan going I in. I do. Well, you know who else likes Jordan Spieth going in? Jordan. Jordan likes Jordan. I would say that. Good. He had his press conference yesterday, and he said, right now I feel better about my game than I have since 2017. I don't feel I have all the weapons right now, but I have enough, and I'm continuing to work on the ones I don't have, and I get a little better each day. And you know he, he finds a comfort zone on this course. Jordan finds a – I mean, ever since we first saw him burst on the scene in Augusta, he just feels very comfortable. Some guys don't like that lying on that course. He loves it. Uh, that course suits his eye. It suits you know he, he, this, the studying he did with Ben Crenshaw and Ben Crenshaw's caddy going in. They had a great game plan, and yep, he executed I'm taking it. Jordan, and I'm taking an old. Guess who? Rosie. You always put Come Justin on, Rosie. Rose. What's up with you and That's Justin That's right. Rose? Rosie's in there. Rosie for Augusta. He won't be at the dinner, though, E. Sorry. No, Rosie will not be at the dinner. It says uh, Tiger can't activate his glutes if he's slipping. That's true. No. Tiger, you have to find the fans are rating for the Tiger Woods. I, my, glutes my glutes wouldn't activate oh. because uh, Tiger is a doctor. He is a doctor. He is a doctor. Anybody popping their own wrist back into place. The bone popped out. Bone popped out. He popped it back in and continued to play. And hit a five iron. No, <laughs> there's just no way you – first of all, you can't do that. You're not going to be able to do that. You can pop it back in. But you're not taking my, any swings. My glutes are shutting off. I tried to activate my glutes as best I could, uh, but it just, they never stayed activated. They just never stayed activated. I think we can all I understand that, relate Tiger. to Tiger in that. Sometimes you need those glutes to activate, and they just don't. I'm 50 years old now, man. You but it's when the glutes. bone pops out, Ty. That's what we need, because that's the doctor in part of him. He can do it all. Ty is searching our massive array of... Uh, Sound clips. He then hit a five irony. I don't know. I think he, he popped it back in. Remember, because he was up in those trees in the straw, like on fifteen or fourteen or whatever. Twelve. Yeah, up on that little long par five, and All he right. was up in the pine straw, and he hit the root, and it popped out his bone. Oh, and he popped it back in. Popped it right back in. Gosh, that's all he had to do. So you're taking uh, Rosie and and uh, Jordan. Look, I, it is really, really difficult not to pick Scotty Scheffler. It is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, logic. You you got to remove emotion and just go logic. And no one's playing better than Scotty, and he's the defending champion. Someone who's a Masters historian will tell me when would when did a defending champion come in this much of a favorite? Probably Tiger. Yeah, when when he's Probably number one, Tiger. number one in the world. Yeah, because he is number one in the world, and he's playing great. Uh, he's playing great. He won the players. He won. Yeah, Phoenix. he's not a staggering in number one. No, he's you know, he's played well. And if you were out at uh, Austin Country Club, he's really confident in his game. He he was a five foot putt he missed on the second playoff hole from beating Sam Burns. If he makes that putt, which he almost always does, he probably you know he probably goes on and beats because you know Cam Young was not 
ready for that second round on that Sunday as Sam Burns boat raced him. I tend to think Scotty would have done the same. And by the way, Cam Young's a, a guy to watch. Cam Young is playing some really good golf. He'll play in this event. Now, who will be? No, no, that's right. You know who will not be at the dinner, but will be playing? Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Well, no dinner for you. He's got to be in the mix. Can we? Uh, I need to correct something too, because yesterday I said Colonel Craig Flowers, our good friend from the high ground on Saturdays, that uh, his he he is picking Cam Young to win this tournament, and I said it's because his. Sam, Cam Young is married to a young lady whose father was a general in the Army that Colonel knew. Actually, she's married to a full colonel that Colonel knew at West Point. And as a matter of fact, Craig Flowers' daughter, Annie Flowers, is in Augusta this week with the Cam Young with the family, hanging out, doing the thing. Awesome. You know, so there we go, Cam Young. You're, that's your pick, too, there, Ty? I like it. I mean, he was playing. He played really well at match play. Dude, obviously. he bombs it. Or he can take it long now. He bombs it. And... Uh, I'll say this, when you're trying to get married and you got to get through a full colonel, you get vetted by a colonel that knows people like that. Like, you know, Colonel Flowers has three daughters. And can you imagine? Hey, Colonel. Even though What's Craig's that like interview? The, What's that interview <laughs> session? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'd pass that test. Well, and let's, oh. let's, well let's also remember Colonel was you know, a specialist in human intelligence, special ops. Uh, colonel, like, he knows you before you even walk in the door. He's got you pegged. That is tough. And, um, that's that's a high bar. Like my my son-in-law before he got out of the uh, special skills, told me he goes, no no. Before you have this talk with me, I can get to you before you can get to me. Deal. <laughs> yeah, he's you know a special that. operator. Yeah, really. Yeah, don't oh, really. Don't, hey, don't come for threatening me, pops. Yeah. I got you. Well, you sound a lot like my daughter, there, Jack. But uh, Cam Young's an interesting name. Scotty Scheffler, obviously. Um, I I don't know. Maybe maybe the the freeze out. Because here's my, my vision of what happened tonight at the, at the Champions Dinner. The live guys, as you've talked about, will be over at the little corner table. table. Yeah, with the little DJ kids. and, yeah. you know, Phil, Sergio, Charles Schwartz will be over there. <laughs> and they'll just... Leading the pack. They're, they're, not gonna, they're just going to freeze them Bubba, out. Don't forget Bubba. Just Bubba gonna, will be there. Bubba Watson, those Bubba's, five. Yeah. They're just going to freeze them out. It's not going to talk to them. It'll be like what? What's a you know, Gossip Girl or something? It'll be like one of those uh, Mean Girls shows. You think Man. when they go to the bathroom, they'll ask another live golfer to go with them? Hey, well, you want to go? I got to go to the bathroom. Will you go with me? I don't trust going to the bathroom by myself no, with these guys. Just not talk to them. Just like have no conversation. You will sit over here at our table and tell stories and laugh and hoo-ha, and we're not talking to you. You know what they're going to say? Hey, let me show you my bank account. Let me show you what they gave me for joining this Oh, group. yeah, they'll be comparing checkbooks. Oh, I, I bet there'll be a few people that jump over to live after this tournament. Just, hanging, be. just being around them, being like, hey. Listen. Nobody in that room. Yeah, yeah, no no former champions. Nobody no, in that room, uh, I right. don't believe. But, you know, my opinion. What happens if one of those guys wins, though? I mean, that, what, I is, what that, does that do? I'd like to see that on Sunday. I'd like to see him going down a stretch with that. At least, you know, one of them in contention. What we really needed to be is Phil. Oh, well, he, he, was, he needs he, that he was, money. Well, and here's the other part of it. He's that money for his bed. At least, yeah. at least this, at least this time around. Yes, those guys individually are doing fine because they made a lot of money for doing nothing. The tour itself, the live tour, is doing nothing. I mean, it's not in a good place. It's not like they can sit there and brag about how great this has been. Have you seen our ratings? Yeah. And you said a funny line. Are they going to show up in their uniforms? Are they gonna oh, show please! Up? <laughs> I need to know. I need to see that. That what is it? XFL uniforms they'll be wearing. As team, whatever. Yeah, what if they showed up at the, oh, on Thursday on. and their their unis? At the first tee with those unis on? <laughs> and the shorts on. They'd be asked come to leave. On, man. Playing their music. Oh, we do not do this at Augusta. Please take those. Go in and get a long pair of pants, please. Oh, 
I. You have some extra. Do they cat. wear shorts? Oh yeah, they live? do that. Yeah, yeah they, they wear shorts. They're they play no, where music. Where their jams are. They play, they, it's team golf. Other. It's team golf. It's team golf. Man. There's an individual winner each week, I believe. But yeah, they play team on teams. I think Kepka just won four mil for his last win. Four yeah. million. There's, he won. Yeah, Kepka's had a win there over there. Live. Yeah. Yeah, they're counting their money. You know what I'm saying? He's coming in this thing hot. Kepka. Yeah, Tiger's going to shake his hand and snap that wrist. <laughs> and he'll pop the bone right <laughs> or back in. Or pop that bone right back in for him. Uh, we'll tell you why, coming back, why the, uh, the, the Saudi back tour will never go away. But it's not doing well. But the Saudis don't care, and the players don't care, because it's, there is line in their bank accounts for the long haul. But it doesn't mean you have to agree with it. We'll come back, uh, pick this up. Thank you to CB on the Twitter machine. He sent us the uh, Patrick Swayze oh, Chippendales dance. Send that. That's, That's an all-timer with Patrick Swayze, who was a topic this morning. It's a Tuesday. It's B&E with you here on the Horn. Ty Henderson here as well. B&E. B&E on a Tuesday, UConn the champs, men's college basketball, LSU the champs of women's. And yes, only LSU gets to go to the White House, Dr. Biden. That's, that's the way that works. You can invite Nice pants suit. <coughs> Golly. All right, tips for kids in the car line. Give it to us. Here you go, kids. This is for you. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Maya Angelou. Okay, people will never forget how you feel. They'll forget what you said. They'll forget what you did. But they'll never forget how you made them feel. So remember that, kids. Whether it make them feel terrible or make them feel, they'll always remember it. They'll always remember how you made them feel. That's exactly right. And how about about this one? Maya Angela, you're going like Oprah here. Yeah, I am. Sorry. Thank Thank you, you. Oprah. There you go. (laughs) There you go. She used to quote Maya I think one of my favorites is, "You you will always, you will always... Um, you'll never make the shot that you don't take. You'll always miss the shot 100% of the time if you don't take the shot. That's exactly right. You, miss, you miss a one. You, the, well, the, you know who said you, that? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's right. You know who said that? Hmm. Wayne Gretzky. The great one. The great one said that. That, that quote got me through college. No! There you go, ding, ding. Nice, That's nice. a good one. Good shot right That's there. That's exactly right. You know. It's, the, it's also the law of numbers. You know, cast a wide net. Don't be too picky. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking up a couple of these things all over. I love them, too. He has 10 girls out. It only takes one. Only takes one. You know what I'm saying? Just keep fishing. Yeah. Well, you don't, just, don't just focus on one. Ask Absolutely. 10. And if you get one, that's, you're batting 10%. But still, got one. I, I never did that. Hey, so uh, our friend Viking Fence Jimmy, who's a great friend of the show, uh, he How's said- Jimmy I, been? Well, he's texting us right now. He said, I was lucky enough to meet Patrick Swayze one time. He used to have Arabian studs. This is a horse conversation, by the way. uh, At one of the most famous horse farms in North America called uh, Ansada near my hometown, went to where I went to high school. I worked at the best steakhouse in the small town of Mena, Arizona. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arizona. Gosh, I can't read. Mena, Arkansas, called Chopping Block Steakhouse. He came in, was the most gracious and accommodating celebrity that I've ever met by far. Wow. See? That the Patrick Stroisi stories are, are endless. Uh, okay, so uh, we're talking live golfers versus PGA golfers it's tonight on. at the it's Masters It's on dinner. tonight. It's on. I'm just trying to think. I'm we don't need to keep the peace tonight. I keep looking at this Scotty Scheffler menu, and I just can't imagine eating all of that. It's a lot of food, brah. If we're not fighting, I, I definitely want... 
for the first TE, I want the XFL unis that these guys are wearing. I want them to wear their their live out. At least to the part dragons uniform. Uh, please do it. At least to the part three tournament. You know that's are, tomorrow. That'd be cool. That's right because they they played a part three tournament with. The, there, don't their little kids play in that too? Yeah, kids are there. Okay, let's wives. put on the unis. Wear your uni tomorrow. <laughs> put their kids in there. Let's show the camaraderie oh, of the please, live tour. Please do. Well, and I would said on the way to the break that it'll never go away because did you see the story over the weekend? And obviously, it's a major global financial conversation about you know the OPEC countries dropping oh, yeah. their production, and it's going to raise gas prices. You can get ready for that here in the summer, uh, and it's going to hit the markets hard. Um, but in the story I was reading that uh, not dropping the production by whatever percent, it will take. they're still producing 11.6 billion barrels of oil per day, per day. 11.6 billion. Wow. Is that right? Is that crazy? They're also, I saw yesterday that Saudi Arabia is, is it million? spending like, $130 billion on becoming like a the gaming, oh, yeah, professional sure. gaming that, hub. Well, that's what this live thing's about, right? They're using sports to wash wash their image a little bit and give, make them more mainstream in their minds. And is it, it's 11.6 million barrels. It's, it's million. million. It's million. Yeah. It's million. That didn't sound right as I said it, but I'm not reading from the story right now. Uh, but, yeah, that's still, I mean, that's that's every day. And so that's the money that's pumping right into the live tour, and they don't care if they get TV ratings or not. And I, I guess, and whether you can blame them or not, the the players, Phil Mickelson and company, don't care because it's just pumping right into their bank account. Yeah, and uh, they don't have to do anything to get it. Just there it is. Phil needs it to make that bet on the Derby. And again, we had this debate a year ago for many times. I don't begrudge those players for doing that. I get it. It's lifetime security for your family. You're you're past your winning prime days. The golf tour has never been deeper. Uh, and should the PGA Tour have been more aggressive to you know do more of the things they're doing? It's now also before? changed the PGA Tour. That's all fair. Uh, yeah, and you know a lot of people would say, well, that, that this forced them to change, and that's not wrong. Uh, but again, the players themselves, when they get together, they look at those players now as lesser because they bailed on the competition. They took the money. And they bailed on what we've all grown up with, that this is how we compete. By the way, the PGA Tour money ain't bad. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. And that's one of the funny, uh, if, you've, if you've been watching the show uh, Full Swing on Netflix, the PGA Tour behind the scenes, there's one episode about Ian Poulter. And he's talking, because he ended up going to live, right? He's Poulter got a little guys. red ass, doesn't he? But on the, the whole hour, they, there he's at one mansion in Florida, then he gets on his private jet with his kids, and he flies to another mansion in the UK, and then he flies... And he's talking about the PGA Tour, and he's going to go to live. It's like, dude, you're doing pretty good. Don't be crying poor here. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing fine. But, you know, he was talking about, well, I'm, I'm coming to the end of my ability to I've got to make income. that money. Well, sell a house. <laughs> sell one of the houses. <laughs> sell a mansion. Again, I, again, no problem with those guys doing that. It's for their own individual pocketbooks. They're independent independent contractors. They owe no one nothing, no one anything. Uh, I, But, again, I just know that behind the scenes, when they get together with the other competitors – there's there's going to be some some conversation about it. That's just the way that goes. Uh, but yeah, I think dude, I do think it's pushed the PGA Tour to be better. Sure, and change to make, make some changes, changes yeah. that they've made. And uh, um, you know, it's but again, the whole sport has been built on four rounds, making cuts, competition to the top, one winner. Uh, that's just how the game. That's that's the sport. That's the game. And um, you know, you I guess you can make it a team sport. I guess you can make it automatic. You know, guaranteed contracts and you know. Play music and wear shorts and no cuts and all that stuff. That's fine. <laughs> Just jamming at the sure. tee box. But that's not golf that people love, and that's not you know fans. And then 
because then the TV ratings would show that very well. If people and the are, fans that show up to the events will let you know. Well, look, and think about it this way. The TV ratings will tell you, right? And the, and, and the, the audience, the consumer will tell you. If your restaurant's really good, you're going to be crowded, uh, even if you have some issues. If the food's great, people come back again and again. The, the women's basketball championship game that drew 103% rise in ratings, people cared. People wanted to see that. People saw Caitlin Clark play on Friday night, take down mighty South Carolina. They, they wanted to see how this culminated. They saw LSU. It was a great conflict of styles. It was brash. It was, it was great. And that's why it had almost 10 million people watching it. You know, the Live Tour, nothing got more free promotion last year than the Live Tour. Right? Nothing. For sure. Everybody was talking about it. Everyone was had an opinion, even non-golf fans. But guess what? No one's tuning in because no one likes it. I mean, they had free promotion. They had a year of conversation yes, about their league. They didn't make any money off of it. They took some big names like Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka and Destin Johnson, and no one cares. No one watches it. They watch golf. I mean, the ratings for the Masters this weekend will be through oh, the yeah. roof. So it has nothing to do with the game and their interest in it. They don't care about that style of golf. So, and I don't know that that ever changes, Buck. It's kind of like you with the XFL, right? You're never going to get with the XFL. No, this is not something you're going to do. You love football. I do. You made your living in football. You played football, coached football. We talk football, but you're not going to watch the XFL. I'm just not. That's just not going to happen for me. I and the ratings would tell you most people will not, even though we love football. I tried to for a quarter, and then I had to say, you know, I can't do this. You know, and it doesn't matter what. And it doesn't matter the reason. And again, I think the women's games this weekend would tell you, you, you well, the women's basketball never will draw like that. Well, people cared. It, would, it was interesting. This thing that they're doing with Liv isn't interesting. It's just it's boring. It's not something that's going to cap, capture people's attention. Well, it's not there for names. people. I mean, you'd have you have to go out of your way to find it first of all. Sure. And you have to do sir. I mean, if it's if it's on your mainstream TV, you're watching. If it's on ESPN, you you'll fall into it, but. You're you're not going out of your way to buy cable to do that. With the year-long conversation that went on, the controversy surrounding it, all the stories. It hasn't put up the interest, no. People would go out of the way. No matter who the players are. If it was really cool and it was going to change golf and how the game is played, which Phil Mickelson has argued, people would have found it. People would have sought it out to find it. And then if they liked it, they would say, oh, man, I'm all in on that. That The opposite has happened. I mean, every tournament's been lesser viewed than the previous, and um, no one cares. So... Nobody it, wants the gimmicks. Nobody wants the shorts. And obviously, in a traditional marketplace, that would have gone away a long time ago. I mean, we know in year one, they invested a billion dollars and made zero dollars. But again, the oil money's pumping in. They don't care. A, a, a traditional business model would have never gotten off the ground. But this isn't that. So it will continue, and those players will continue to make money. But that doesn't mean fellow competitors and the other two aren't going to look at them a little crooked and say, Oh, yeah. You know, good for you. Good for you. That'll be again tonight with the Champions Dinner at Augusta National. Uh, get over to hornfm.com. I don't think the bracket or the uh, fantasy picks are up just yet. They're going to be up. And uh, we will we know because we just wrapped up our NCAA bracket challenge uh, with the tournament conclusion last night with UConn beating the daylights out of South uh, San Diego State. Uh, so we'll get that up for you. It's hornfm.com is where you're going to do that starting um, today. Hey, coming back, we'll hit the hot or not topics. Ty Henderson and his new mullet. We'll deliver some topics we've missed halfway. Did you get your hair fixed yesterday? I'll ask you that coming back. I'll see that coming back. His tie had his he got a mullet, $95 haircut last Friday. Mullet. But he went to an event over the weekend. His girlfriend noticed that, oh, they missed a spot. I did see some pictures of Ty yeah? at the event. Looking good. Sarc- I mean, he did look good. That was very nice jacket. Your girl looked fantastic. 
I did see my man Harge with those shoes. <laughs> you know, if you put some spikes in those bad boys. What is he, golfing? Uh, he has some golf shoes on, I thought. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll ask Ty that question coming back. He'll lead us through some hot or not topics. It's BD on the horn. What's hot? And what's not? What's hot? What's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot not on this uh, Tuesday morning. What are we doing today weather-wise, Mr. Farmer's Almanac? We okay today? We're going to be okay. Tomorrow starts a little bit of... The wet stuff? Yeah, maybe tomorrow afternoon, but Thursday for sure, Friday, maybe even to your into your Saturday. My Easter egg hunt? Yeah. yeah. God, I miss that with my kids. Although I'm, I am still, I still miss that. That is the weirdest thing. You have grandkids. I'm not messing with them, doing our Easter egg hunt yet with them. No, 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 no. See, thing got guys, real dangerous once it got to once, once money got involved in the Easter egg hunt, where the grandpa oh, egg and all that. The hallelujah, egg. Na- the nana. That's egg. what my mom calls it for the grandkids: the hallelujah egg. And she told me oh. the other day because they're coming up for Easter. Mom's feeling a lot better, so that's good. Um, that she was bringing the hallelujah egg. I said, "Mom, we'll I start mean, that because they'll go find you one, it." You have one grandkid of Easter egg. <laughs> I mean, my kids are all in their twenties now. Uh, no one's searching for the egg. They were having with the baskets when they start out there looking for stuff and they'd be elbowing each other. Yeah, when they were all younger, it was, it was for real because we would do three eggs. We would do two silver eggs and a gold, and the gold egg was the hallelujah egg. It's a big one. Money maker. Remember, these, remember when pantyhose used to come in those oh, yeah. big eggs like that back in the day? <laughs> yeah. <Or> your mom's <laughs> leggings or whatever they were called. I never had it, but mom, you'd find those eggs. She would put like a, like 100 bucks in it. Like the silver ones had like a 20 ski. They'd put She'd put like 100 bucks in that deal. And my kids, when they were younger and their cousins, man, it would be like playing Dude, hockey. Dude, we are old. Playing hockey, trying to find Remember the old hot thing. water bottle that used to be lined up, but it wasn't really a hot water bottle. For animals. It was for other things, too. Yes. Hey, let me ask you this, Ty. Are you high on, hot on this? You're, you're, you're with a, a serious girlfriend. Fuck, you've got a wife. I do. It's uh, relationship advice from Dr. John Gottman, a psychologist who specializes in marriage and relationships. His piece of advice when you're getting into a heated argument and it's getting to a point where it's it's going in a bad direction, he says you both need to pause for a second immediately and strip down naked. Okay. S- strip naked. And then what? That comes after the argument, I thought. He says here's why it's smart, according to Dr. John Gottman. We get into arguments, our caveman brains go into fight-or-flight mode, and we act out on instinct. That's why we start yelling and saying terrible things and hurtful things to people we probably shouldn't be saying them to and not listening or even thinking. But when you get naked, you pull your brain out of that tailspin. Suddenly the situation feels too weird and you keep going down that uh, intellectual, instinctual, hurtful path. So you get naked. Now, if you want to keep arguing, he says, that would tell you there's probably a real issue. But he said most of the time. I'm a walker. I walk away. Strip down. Strip down. I'm generally naked away. anyway. That's what the argument's about me, being naked. What the hell are you doing? Put some clothes on, some old man. Put clothes on, please. You're not playing at Boston College anymore. No, no. <laughs> you're, not, not, you're not at It's the, not the same league. That's not, that look right there is not the same. You're not at Muscle Beach anymore. No. All right, so that's, that's according to Dr. John Gottman. He says if you get to that point, uh, and you've got to plan ahead for that. She's got to be on board, too. Just say, hey, look. If we get to there and we start saying mean things, let's just strip naked and see if we want to keep going. So when I have those problems, I had my blue chew. Oh. What the hell's going on, Harge? Dude, 
You keep talking to them. Yeah, you were this thing. You're obsessed with this blue we, shoe. We need thing. to get them in contact with you. I no, think, I think there's oh. another an, another sponsorship. It's just the greed. I'm trying to help out. Remember, this is all about Zay. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about Zay. The anniversary king. Why do you keep trying to put that on Zay? You're the one. Because that dude has I, like I, 12 I listen anniversaries. To his, I listen to his show every day. I don't hear him obsessing over it. He's very quiet about it. You know, he's new to this. I'm not quiet about it. I'm trying to help him out. He's the only guy I know has got like six anniversaries. Just two. Just the well, show, probably just three. The he's got two wedding anniversaries and a dating anniversary. Oh, that's right. A dating, uh, there's a dating anniversary. Ty, what do you have for us? Well, you've got to have your first date anniversary. Ty, what do you have for us? Uh, well, speaking of marriages and relationships, we saw the uh, the Dodgers on-field proposal last week. Yeah, where the, the guy broken got collarbone. Uh, well, so those the, the couple has been interviewed, and she did say yes. Uh, but he is banned from going to the Dodgers stadium for a whole year. Probably could. I think that's a, it's a light punishment. He wasn't trying to sue anybody for that well, hit? Well, he had to go to the hospital. Oh, I thought so. Just, oh, he was in protocol for at least. He's still <laughs> in it. That dude had a concussion. He got Man. rocked. Just go over and ask the guy to get off the field. And I, you know, Everybody's ripping that security Sergeant. guard for being too rough with the guy. Listen, that's a deterrent. Don't run on the field. You could get your ass knocked out. You guys are still down with the kid who got hit, the 10-year-old kid. Don't run on the field. He's 10. You knew he was 10 when you hit him. Don't run on the field. (laughs) You can't hit a 10-year-old. Could have been a little person. No. I still remember at the Super Bowl, people don't remember it because it was the uh, Janet Jackson-Justin Timberlake Super Bowl in Houston. There was a streaker ran on the field, and Mike Vrabel decleated him with his full pads on. Like he was running around there about to kick off the second half. He leveled the dude. With pads. Bucky. 10-year-old, E. Don't run on the field. He's only 10. Stay where you're staying. Your oh, seat. remember that was the kid. Wasn't that the kid whose mom said, We'll be back. Fat old guy. We'll be back.